since graduating from two months, obviously it's quite hard. Like um, with having all the internships and all everything done, you know, virtually, it's kind of like hindered, I guess, opportunities. Yeah. How have you guys? Well, it's me asking you questions. How have you guys like managed all of that? Like as, as students, you know, trying to break your way into the industry with limited opportunities. Well, that's yeah. kind of what we kind of like started this. Yeah. So we're like, that would be like a good way to like, instead of the agency visits we missed out on, and not being able to meet like the people, like cool people, mm. and like learn as you're kind of yeah. in the actual place. We we're like, fuck it, should we just like put ourselves in there rather than yeah. fucking like? I think we. How many agency visits did we have? Like two. Yeah, two. Like two at uni, mm. and that was the whole thing. I think what it was we first year and third year. Since doing the podcast, we we've done, you know, we've had what like three or four. Yeah. Of our own facts, and it's been one we we've done Ogilvy, BBH, yeah. now we're at Bain Media. Yeah. Like, which just be, even just being able to see the workplace yeah. is yeah. just like, it, even if it just gets you a bit of a like feel for it, and like, oh yeah, this is uh, it's a sick place. place. <laughs> I want to be here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, because like you walk in, you get like a buzz kind of thing. You're like, ah, oh. yeah. You know where you're walking into, right? Yeah, yeah it's just like where shit makes. Uh, happen you know um, I had that same feeling like you know I studied I studied I studied digital arts right um, back then there was only I think two unis that had this course um, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do right like my GCSEs were like okay you yeah. know I didn't do art oh, I went to UCA yeah. for the interview I went to graphic design they asked for art GCSEs I didn't have one went in there with an interview and you see all these people with their paper portfolios and everything. Yeah, yeah. I went in there with a USB stick, a newspaper and one drawing that I did the day before just to, <laughs> just to show them that I could draw something, right? And it was just, you kind of like, I don't know, you can see where the world was switch, uh, shifting in yeah. terms of the creative, like, you know, I'm here with a USB stick. You know how art students, they have their big... Yeah. Know, that was all I was seeing, but then like what, 10 years later, everything's digital, everything's, you know? Yeah. So I kind of felt like I was ahead of the game there, uh, without knowing but it. But that must be yeah. like frustrating, what's that about you? Oh, it was super frustrating. Yeah. You know how hard it was for me to find like, a place to study. Um, and this was the only, like, you know, this was the only thing I ever kind of was good at. You right. know, I wasn't good at like maths, English. Yeah. I, I was like, That's just cruising, was. you know? <laughs> yeah. um, like, so and when you were like early days, mm. you said you said you like weren't sure what you wanted to be. Like yeah. Early days, what did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? Like when you were a little kid. Oh, it was mad. Did like you... I, I remember I was like twelve, right? Yeah. And there was this thing called Bieber. I don't know if you know yeah. Bieber, right? Like so, I mean I'm not that old. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, so, like Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. So before kind of like Facebook came around, that we had like Bieber, MySpace, and all these things. And yeah. on Bieber, you could like you know you had your profile. Yeah. And you know, you could design your own like template of how your page will look yeah. like, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, you get this set, set whatever you can use that the company provides you. And I was like, I kind of want to make my own one. Yeah. So I like downloaded like Photo Impact back then, and I just started making these, you know, things, and I kind of enjoyed it. And then ever since then, I was like, you know, it's fun, it's creative, yeah. and it's the only thing I ever wanted to do since then. You know, so it was like from twelve. I was kind of like already designing something. I mean, it was obviously like, yeah. Still like but, <laughs> it, yeah. but yeah, it was kind of like what 
I, I enjoyed, you know, it, it yeah. gave me that sense of like fulfillment that like, and then, you know, all my fans would be like, oh, can you do me one? Can you do me one? And then yeah. I was watching some guy, I saw some guy downloaded Photoshop CS3 or something. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And he made some sick one. I was like, nah, this guy can't make one better than mine. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. it was kind of just like that. And it was just yeah. a whole thing throughout like school that it was, it was already digital. You see, it was already yeah. digital. And yeah, it just came from that. I, you know, I was into sports and all these things. I was playing football, yeah. but like, you know, I never thought that me designing those things was gonna become my profession like yeah. 10, 12 years, 15 years later, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a bit crazy, but now I look at back, I look back and be like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The world works mysteriously. Yeah, ways. yeah, it yeah, made yeah. sense. Um, did I see, uh, was it college you did like IT or something? Yeah, so like even even then, like on GCSE, I did history. My mom was like, oh, yeah. why are you doing history? I was like, oh, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a good, I had a fun teacher. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. And then, yeah, in college, I went and studied like IT. You know, it was a um, it was a BTEC ICT course because I was like after GCSEs, I told myself I'm yeah. really not doing that exam ever again. Yeah. Um, so I studied IT. You know, I thought it was quite reasonable and aligned to kind of like me. I was always on the computer, so it was familiar with me rather than doing something else. One, I couldn't do art because I didn't have art <laughs> qualification, right? Um, so I was like, all right, IT and in those in those modules you know i had like they were all like crash courses you know there was like a graphic design course there there was like programming and yeah all of this sort of thing i mean i did okay yeah uh wasn't amazing yeah. either so <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah and then that was it really I, and then i was like well what do i really like you know and i was still liking like graphic design uh, you'd find yeah, that graphic design is like the gateway to everything yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was it's still so like, broad. Really, like yeah, even yeah. like advertising's broad, but like even you think graphic, de- oh, graphic design would be like a easy route in, and then you look at all the different mediums that there is, and it's like ah, oh, and different styles really as well. Like it's like oh yeah, this is like like if you first see one person's graphic design, you're like mm. oh this is all graphic design, it's like this per- this one style, yeah, and then yeah. you start peeling back all the layers, and you're like, oh there's actually this, there's this. <laughs> yeah, I mean for my experience, like you know I'm you know when you guys study like advertising things like this is a bit different right but like my background is a lot from execution yeah so i've kind of like flipped it in a way um so it was a lot of execution and a lot of what i found was it was my gateway anyways graphic yeah. design to all things design and all things creative because then i can yeah. kind of expand on things but yeah so That's like it was point, yeah. yeah it was like college i was like yeah you know yeah. i used I was, you know, my friends were a lot of, like, there were a lot of gamers, and my friend's a producer, um, and I was always doing, like, artworks and stuff for them, because, you know, it was yeah. fun, yeah. and I was thinking, like, well, if I'm going to go to uni, I need something that kind of is a bit digital, because that's, you know, what I'm familiar with, but yeah. with something that I kind of well. enjoy, yeah, because, yeah, you know, I mean, it was the first year where they put it up to nine grand a year, and I was like, well, it's got to be fucking worth it, right? Shit, load of money. Yeah. Um, so I was looking around, there wasn't really much in terms of like digital, you know, design. It was yeah. difficult. You either did like graphic design, like those days, it was like the courses were fixed to what you like. If you're graphic design, you just do graphic design, or, you know, yeah. if you do game design, yeah. you do game design. And there was this one course, right? At, University of Kent that did digital art and the modules there were like there were small modules 
again like crash courses in all of these things but a bit more particular yeah so it was like you got first year you had like graphic design you had game design you had you know photography all of yeah. these things right and then you know every year you do a bit more and and i was like well you know this is the this is the only one that kind of screams out to me because i didn't really want to be boxed in right at the back you know i was always kind of curious and wanted to try things so i was like well i don't want to be boxed into one course this course i mean you don't get really taught in depth about it but at least you get taught something yeah. right you know yeah. photography you I think we even did like live art drawing all of these things right you know i made a game uni you know, I hate it in the end the, the concept of it was amazing but um, well, you get like dip your toes in sorry yeah yeah that's, and that was the whole thing for me was like you know and I think it, looking yeah. back at it now like uni isn't you're not supposed to go to uni knowing what you want to do right I think it's more about like figuring it oh, out yeah. and yeah. testing the feelers of like what it is you really enjoy you know and I think it's been like doing the execution a lot and um, you know finding we at uni have been taught just to like come up with ideas. Yeah. Mm. But it's interesting, like you were saying earlier, having like going That's first awesome. into that, like really polishing something and not necessarily, I mean, maybe the brief already sort of had what you need. Mm. You know, this needs to be this in it. Um, so when did you like flip that around and start to, you know, not create too long your own ago. ideas? Actually, no, it was probably the last my final year of uni, so I did three years, I was meant to do four, right. right? There was a year in industry and it was tough because no place was taking me for a whole year. Right. So I was yeah. like, you know what, I'm gonna skip the final year, which, you know, didn't turn out too bad. Uh, and I decided to take internships instead. Um, yeah. I took an internship, three month internship at a place called Echo Studios. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if you yeah. guys know them, but they kind of, they're not advertising, they do more about like, they have like an in-house production, they do like window displays and all these things. I took a three month internship there and learned a lot there instead and then I came back and graduated. And But it was in that final year where, you know, I kind of had to fix up, you know, first two years was a bit, mm, um, as, as you guys would know. Uh, yeah. um, and I just had to kind of decide what I really wanted to do. Um, in the last couple of months before graduating, I was like, well, everyone's getting their grad jobs. I wasn't too fast, really, yeah. you know what I'm say. I wasn't, it didn't really cross my mind too much that I wasn't worried or anything. I just wanted to kind of get out there already. Yeah. Um, so I just had to start thinking like, what it is that I really want to do when I move back to London? Um, like I've got this, I'm gonna get this qualification where I learned all these things. But like, I had a really good, you know, passion, let's say, for, no, I'm not using that word, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, for, like, lot. design and fashion quite a lot, right? Like, I was just always into, like, clothes and all these yeah. things, right? Well, um, you got your, your brand, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, just a, it's just a project that, yeah. and we can speak about that later on. Um, yeah, sure. But it's kind of where it kind of all started in, like, these last couple of, like, months before graduating. It was like, well... I don't just really, again, I don't really want to be boxed into a graduate degree because I know how that plays out. You know, yeah. I'm just going to be there and then happy, happy, happy or whatever. And then I'm going to get tired and do something else, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of wanted to flip it again and just do something. I mean, you were young, you had time. Like you guys are doing this podcast, right? Yeah. I was like, well, 
what do I have and what do I love? And I need to come back and put them together. Right, so I moved back to London. So I started doing like passion projects with friends that I have that I met during internships. So when I came back, I worked like three jobs. You know, yeah. two of them was unpaid. One of them was in Sainsbury's. You know, I was working five a.m. to ten a.m. just to get money. Like to keep you afloat, yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't gonna ask my parents for yeah. money. You know, um, yeah, exactly. and then the other two was like working internships at fashion like places. Um, okay. And you know, my whole thing there was never about money. You know, I didn't. I had a roof over my head, so I didn't really bother that much. I'm yeah. Getting six hundred pound a month from work, stacking shelves at Sainsbury's, right? Five hours a day, three days a week. Um, and I used those internships to kind of meet people, and and they were all around the same age as me, right? Meet people and also get myself into the rooms that I wanted to be in in the future. Yeah, yeah. Right, like. Know, and actually just see how things worked yeah. um, learned profession so it's interesting to me that you went from this like digital arts thing mm. to internships in the fashion industry yeah so that's what I'm saying yeah. it was kind of like when I say graphic design was my gateway yeah that's this is when I was like well I want to be in the fashion industry what do I have to offer I don't have a fashion degree but I can design your clothes yeah yeah you know so that was my gateway to be like well I have something to offer you you know Give yeah. me a give me a chance, yeah. and yeah. my thing to do that was just working for free. So what you were know? those like interviews like? Those internships or like the, the process to? It was literally. That? I was like, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm a graphic designer. Here's my portfolio. And during yeah. that time as well, when you you asked me about when I started concepting and stuff, I did, I yeah. had to do it for my portfolio because yeah. I never took my uni work seriously that. I would put it on my portfolio. I was always gonna do it. Yeah. Be like, let me get my grades, and I'll worry about yeah, my portfolio yeah, yeah. later. Yeah. On the like, or like, was it like more like a passion thing for like side ones? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Getting stuff sure. for the degree, and then like, this is what I actually like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always like it. Was, that was always like for me. It was like I, I'm not like a, you know, I, I didn't really like study hard. You know, I just was getting by, and I was like, if we need to do something with a project, let's get it done. Yeah. But it would never go on my portfolio because I'd rather take the time to do something that I wanted on there. Yeah. Whereas, you know, yeah. which is... It's, it's good, that's No, I mean, thing, some, some, yeah. some, you know, I think back at it now, like, if I really had put effort in doing the things that we did at uni, they would be on my portfolio. But, you know, I was young and I just really wanted to just get out there. And sometimes when, it's, when you're at uni, it's hard to, like, form that thing to exactly what you want. And you find if you try and put too much of what you actually want to do into it, then it doesn't necessarily meet you know what the grade, grade, kind of grade yeah. and you just yeah. learn this hack of you know how to yeah yeah exactly sure. what the lecturer wants then, yeah for sure and it's that's that's the whole thing about learning right yeah. and being in at uni yeah. like i said it's about to learn things about yourself yeah um so that's where all the concept things started well you know i need to start putting work on my portfolio well i'm not working for agencies no one's giving me work so i just was like who do I have that I know? Yeah. You know, let's make shit. And literally, you know, we, with my friend, she's a producer for AJ Tracy now. We used, to, we used to sit in college. He was in college when we studied the same course. Yeah. And, you know, he did his thing, I did my thing. And then when I moved back to London, it was like, oh, let's start a brand, whatever, yeah. you know. And it was sort of things like this for content that kind of helped me, like, 
show what I could do. So it wasn't more for like selling things and making a business. It was more yeah. about like, I need to show that I can do something. Yeah. Right? So I would go into these internship places and be like, well, I can do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were great, but like, at least I didn't come there with nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know? I think it sets you apart so much if you've got not just a portfolio, but yeah. something, something of your own. Yeah, and I think even now, as a creative, I would say like, you don't stop doing them. Yeah. You know, I still work with my, I still collaborate with people that I've interned like five years ago and we still yeah. do shit for free. And that's just a given because we've just collaborated for so long. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, it was these things that like helped me get into, you know, my foot in the door of wherever I wanted to go. It was like doing it in my own time. And, you know, I wasn't, when I moved back into London, like I didn't really go out, I didn't really party. Yeah. Or I did all of that at uni and got out of my system. Right. Yeah. And when I moved back in, I was just like, work, 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 work. Even still now, yeah, I, mean, I think like, you know, it's kind of important if you really wanted to go into an industry that you want, whether it's fashion, creative, I don't know, wherever else, right? Yeah, well, Gaming. yeah. going into coming in a bank on Monday. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, it's your commitment that yeah. you will reap the rewards later down the line if you play the long game, right? Yeah. And for me, it was always that, like, well, right now I'm not getting paid for anything, but I know eventually it's gonna pay off, mm. right? So it's just kind of having that mindset from like, when I moved back into London after graduating uni, I was like, I'm gonna get this, you know? Um, and that's how the, the rooms felt, you know? I walked in there and I was like, well, I've done a few things, this is what it is. And internships, you know, you don't expect to, Back in that time, you know, it was more about like, I wasn't expecting to work, get like client work and things like yeah, this. Yeah. You know, I was making like coffees, I was steaming fucking clothes, I was hoovering someone's office, you know, I was going to the shop for someone. Like, all these things, they're part of like the journey or your process, right? You need to just kind of, I was more for there for meeting people, un understanding the rooms that I was gonna be in. Yeah understanding how the working environment mm. is and how this industry really feels like. Exactly. But the, no. That also helps like before like that gives them like an incentive to like keep you on it almost as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well now you know kinda of how things work and we haven't had to pay you to like learn. Yeah, yeah. And now you know we can give you the job and now you're just gonna be able to like yeah. go yeah, 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 and work. Of course. And I think like though it's like character building, yeah. right? Regardless, you know, if they won't pay me or not, of course it sucks. I don't encourage people to work for free. But in my experience, yeah. right, like working for free in a lot of places helped me build character. I've worked yeah. in shit places, I've done shit things, you know, but now I know later down the year that I don't want to do those things anymore, but I've yeah. also like built my character because I know how to yeah. deal with those things. And you would have right. got so much more from that yeah. than what you did in your Yeah, exactly. Job. And yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and that was just something to keep me afloat. And all of that money that I was saving went on to like passion projects. Yeah. You know, um, so it was kind of like that, like the people, Honestly, I've met some of the best people working for free, right? And I still speak to them now. They're doing great things. And like, that's what you do it for, right? Yeah. Because knowing down the line, it's like, who you know, really, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And just always establishing like relationships with people and collaborating with them. Because, you know, when you're working there in an internship, that person is the same position as you, you know, they might just want to do something different. But, yeah. you know, you never got to end up as well. Exactly. So that's why you, when you walk into these internship rooms, you know, I wouldn't recommend that like you go in there and you try and make a name for yourself. It's more of, well, of course, but like 
I think when you play the long game, it's more about like you still figuring out what you want to do. Is this is this what's yeah. right for you? Do I want to work with someone that's like this person? You know, or what? What is my like my limit to someone talking shit to me? Or yeah. you know, all of yeah. these things. Or I like that person. You know, yeah. let me let me pick his brain. I think it goes back to you. Like they would they would always say like, oh, you know, you're gonna soon you're gonna have all of this work and then you'll be able to get in this agency where you want to be and to do what you want to do and it's like what you're really thinking is is that what i want to do do i know that yet i'm not going to know until i've got there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. seen it tried it out you know seen the environment because then you get the passion yeah yeah and that's the thing i think my my main thing is and still now is like trying things regardless I mean you know what you got to lose really yeah. you know you either have a shit experience but and you, you know and you learn from it or you something happens really good you take the opportunity and it, and, and it gets better right yeah. so it's better like what I always say is like where people are running away from that's where you should be running to mm. um, because that helps you figure out who you are and what you're capable of yeah. right and that helps room for growth really yeah. and and like you're not in competition with anybody apart from yourself now and yourself ten years later, right? Yeah. So that's what those that's what my mindset was going into those like internships, um, and really it was just about learning, feeling everything, um, and that's what you should be taking as your payment yeah. rather yeah. than like physical money, yeah. right? Because yeah. those things are priceless to you. The relationships that you make, mm. the things that you learn, those are priceless. Yeah, and the uh, character building as well. Right? Character building, and that's that's what it is, you know. So, tell us a bit about narrative, because I'm really, I, I actually, <laughs> I used to do fashion yeah. uh, as my course. I was yeah. on fashion promotion. I right. Hated it. Yeah, Switched yeah, yeah. over to yeah. advertising. I've been trying being in the industry. It's a bit. <laughs> it was. It was different. It yeah. was different. Um, well, like I said, it started from like last. When the last year of uni, like I kind of just was always into like clothes and things like this, so I was like, let's make this brand, make content yeah. out of it, and I I liked it. It gave me fulfillment, right? With the first brand we made, um, but what I quickly found out that it turned into a business too quickly, right? Right. And I didn't like that. It lost the fun aspect. Lost the fun aspect. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was like twenty one, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to start clothes blah, blah, blah. but then you quickly find out that you have to run it like a business and I, yeah. I wasn't prepared for that I just wanted to make stuff create things blah, blah, put things out in the world right so that kind of like died down and um, and I was like okay cool I need to have a lot to learn if I want to do this properly that's yeah. why I went into these fashion internships I really wanted to like right pick people's brains and see the process and all these yeah. things and you know, out of the three jobs that I was working, you know, um, one of them was for Billionaire Boys Club. I was interning there. Uh, and the other one was a small uh, shop down in um, Liverpool Street. Um, and I met someone there that was like, oh, come and work at this pop up. Uh, you know, they need help. Yeah. Obviously, it was free. Uh, so it was for a cold wall. Um, don't know if you guys know them. Um, but so there was a fashion brand and you know I met the guy that owned it. He asked me what you do. I was like, I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. right? He offered me a job, worked there, 
and literally uh, this is me still learning so this yeah. is before all of this uh, yeah. I'm learning the craft of designing clothes getting it manufactured and how to design things what to give to a factory you know all of these things and you know I learned a lot of it there um, again you know wasn't get paid much or sometimes not at all you know yeah. <laughs> but I was still playing the long game mm. even if I was like 20 you know yeah like still going through it I was still working at Sainsbury's as well it was like 5am 10am and then working at the studio till like 1am after you know so it was like just non-stop yeah, yeah but I was learning I was the guy you know Sandy was pushing me a lot as well um, but then so then I started this maybe so that was my learning phase right um, and then I started this maybe like early this year and it's just I have a different like mentality towards things now yeah it's more about like the more I create the more I always lean to like fashion or or something around that area yeah, yeah, that, yeah you know, wh whether it's like a editorial shoot or whatever but it's always had clothes to do with it so and that always gave me a sense of fulfillment um, and I was like well yeah I do like making my own things you know um, and I just really just decided to not make it so much more business focused and more of just a creative output that gives me fulfillment so it's like no I'm not on any timeline I'm on my own timeline right yeah so there's no sense of pressure there you know and I went in it with like well it's gonna cost me X amount of money I probably won't make that back but it's fucking fine right yeah. because I'm not doing it for the money I'm doing it for my sense of fulfillment yeah. and yeah. all of these things so that's what kind of is that came about. I, I skipped a step actually. After I left a cold war as a designer, mm. I kind of set out, was like, well, I can make my own stuff, right? So I spent like, I don't know, two grand or something, right? Making my own collection. It took me a whole fucking year to make 11 pieces from scratch, right? Like with all the manufacturers that I met during mm. this job, you see, this is my connections that yeah. I was like, well, I'm gonna go to this guy because he already knows me. Yeah. Now I'm not working for that guy though, I'm working for myself. Yeah. Right, so I did all of this. I made a collection. I, you know, contacted the photographer that I was intern with. You yeah. know, she shot it for me. Yeah. You know, the the person that modelled it was my friend that I used to play games with. Now, yeah, all yeah. Of this that's thing. the thing. The, you know, so it was. You see what I mean? Group. Like it was, yeah. like it was where I was establishing like relationships with people. Because yeah. then when you want to do something else, they're there to support yeah. you. Every perspective was back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, with, and that was just how it was and then yeah this is kind of like the more mature sort of me and his narrative because obviously it's I didn't want to make something you know just based on clothes uh, I think during the years my taste changes quite a lot maybe I think I'm into furniture or yeah books or whatever it is that like this journey will come with me so you know it's not like mine clothing or something like that because yeah. then I already yeah. box myself in right? yeah, 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 yeah. so it's something that is kind of a concept that travels with me through time yeah. but th seen through my lens that's why it's spelt wrong but it still has the same meaning <laughs> right but yeah. you can't tell me that it's spelt wrong it's you're watching. Yeah, yeah exactly wow. but it still has the same meaning right yeah. i just yeah. see it differently you know and that goes through everything like if i'm wearing this hat right you might think i just put a blank hat and you know did this on it but no i actually like 
got the measurements and got it all made and all this yeah. from scratch. You must have had to have like a bunch of different hats from places that you like. Oh and yeah, and I was like, I like this, like that, them. but I can't yeah. find a perfect fit. You yeah. know, all of these things. I mean, like in the out, in the face of it all, it might not seem like that, but yeah. like this is my creative process, you know, and that's yeah. that's kind of what it is. In 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 yeah. a blob, it's kind of like my creative output, and whatever happens, happens, right? Like if it goes booming, like overnight, then amazing, and it, you know, it stays and it grows, then. So be it, you know, yeah. like my whole thing it's is, fulfilled. yeah, that's the whole thing about everything when you strip it down, it's fulfillment. Mm. You can get paid as much as money as you want, you know, you can have the best job in the world, but do you get a sense of fulfillment? Mm. That's your number yeah. one thing, right? So Because that's what's going to like drive you, isn't it? Yeah, like you can always motivate yourself and do all of these things to, you know, keep you, keep going. But like if you're not getting that sense of fulfillment, mm. You're gonna eventually stop. You're gonna like just lose it, mm. you know. So it's been a year at Vayner Media now, you said. Yeah, it's like a, a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. And you're talking about having like your own passions and like finding this way of doing work that's really about you. Mm. But now you're doing things for brands for an agency, but I'm guessing still putting your touch into it. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny, like, I, I never studied advertising as you guys, either, so I had no background in advertising, right? right? My background was like execution, fashion, design. So how did you get the get onto the sort of job? Like, oh, it was, it was crazy. Um, you were good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, because like, so let's talk pre, just before pandemic hit. Right. So I was working for Uniqlo, um, nothing to do with design, it was just a lot of like product business retail all of these things and during there was a two-year period where I worked there and I was losing my creative touch a lot right and I it always got to a point where like I accepted it you know like where yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, it's what? It's, yeah it's, it's, it's gone now maybe I'm gonna do something else yeah and then I met my partner she kind of got it out of me um, and I was like tell you look I'm gonna leave like yeah I'm gonna leave I'm gonna you know start doing this design thing for whatever yeah. it was or something something creative so you know i started going part-time blah, blah blah i was going into cafs i was learning how to design after and um, use after effects all of these things that i didn't know how to do yeah uh, and i was just spending my time there and then i eventually left pandemic came so i was like fuck you know yeah. I, got, I got no job yeah, uh, yeah. and i could have been like you know what i can stay get furlough and whatever you know but I was like, nah, if I'm gonna leave now, I'll do it now. Yeah. Right. And I, at the time, I was living at home with my parents. So I started this thing, and then I just started putting things out there, like designing things and put it on Instagram and things like this. And for some reason, people started taking me seriously. Right. <laughs> I don't know what clicked into people's minds, but like. You did something right. Ah, I, I don't know. Like it just people just yeah started taking me seriously, and. I guess being shut in, you had like more time to yourself to just really work on yeah the for, sure, for sure without other distractions and then yeah and that's the thing like, like the whole pandemic where it was two years or whatever time span was probably one of the most productive years i've ever had in my life right, right? And one of the most successful years i had in my life because i used it so wisely for myself right um so I, you know all of that was happening i was trying to just put shit again putting yeah. shit out there right without yeah. being paid for it you know using my time 
you know, showing people that this is what I wanted to do. Um, a small agency hit me up uh, to do some freelance work. I was like, cool, you know, yeah. paid me like two hundred pounds. I was like, oh my fucking god, like I'm getting Get paid this, for yeah. this shit. So that is your you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, no, what a friend, a friend of mine, connected me to him through Twitter. Um, right. Just recommended me, like my my friend, that's usually recommended yeah. me to this person. Um, oh, the agent Tracy got. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nige, his name's Nige, and he yeah. recommended me to this guy who owned a small agency, and right. he wanted some freelance or video editor. Bear in mind, I didn't really know how to edit that well at that time. Freelance. I was still learning. I was like, "Fuck it, like, let me do it." Yeah, you, know? you don't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, if you have like a video or something. Like, yeah, I had like a few like, videos that I made that I yeah. was just like putting pieces together. And, yeah, you know, trying to out. With it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like experimenting is what my kind of style is I just like to experiment things I think yeah. that's, the, so, that's the creative way yeah, yeah. so I always had something to show whether yeah. it's fucking amazing or shit but mm. the main thing is I had something to show so I uh, you know got this freelance work like 200 pounds um, carried on working like that and during that time I decided to move out with my partner during COVID yeah I had no job and I was like okay let's move out into this house. I wasn't thinking about having no job. I, I had like, you know, two grand out of my last pay from Uniqlo or something like that. And I was like, yeah, let's move out. Uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. So we in this little fucking one bedroom house. And me, you know, me, I was like, well, I need to fucking get money. You know? yeah. And I'm not going to go back to what I was doing before, yeah. so I'll figure it out. So I kind of cornered myself and just found a way, you know? Yeah. I was putting these things out on the internet. People were hitting me up from, God knows what holiday came from. I was like, oh, can you do this for 50 pounds? Yeah, I'll do it for 50 pounds. Yeah. I need that 50 pounds, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how it all started. And then that guy that hit me up first time with the small agency, we kept in touch. We, we did some work together and we carried on doing work through, throughout the yeah. pandemic. but. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it kept me afloat. Um, and I was thinking, like, well, okay, I'm actually like freelancing here to to, to kind of like yeah. keep myself afloat, really. Yeah. You know, I'm and like, that's that's always like a scare that people have with freelancers, isn't it? Is that you don't have that security? Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, let's take out the pandemic. Freelancing is amazing because you're in charge of everything. Yeah. Right? But during the pandemic, one, the agencies were looking for new people to take yeah. on because yeah. they had the list of freelancers that they trusted and worked with already. So what makes right, me, right. you know, okay. yeah, different, right? Or even what, what makes me better than them, mm. you know? And money was tight with all agencies. So it was difficult, man, like trying to find work, trying to pay rent, you yeah. know, during the pandemic when there was nothing. Um, and then out of the blue, you know, someone, some recruiter from the hit me up that was recruiting for Vayner was like, oh, we got this role, we think, suit you um, was it art director at the start no it, it was it was a creator yeah. um creator. so cre creator yeah, yeah 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 so the role is really good actually in terms of you know someone like me that dipped my toes so in, make stuff yeah yeah dip, make stuff but also yeah. had dipped my toes in a lot of things yeah because uh, like i said i was never the person to just be like Oh, I'm in one role yeah. and that's it. Yeah. You know, I wanted to still be yeah, able to flex. To yeah, yeah, I wanted to be able to flex. Not flex in a bad way, but like, I wanted to show that I'm just not, I can do other things as well as whatever it is that you're hiring me for. And that yeah. role kind of gave me that, you know, it gave me the incentive where like, I can do this, I can 
Can do that, can do that. So the edit, graphic design, do this, do this, blah, 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 blah. You know, come up with ideas, etc. And yeah, and, you know, no prior experience to advertising, funny enough, but I knew how the world worked. Yeah. I yeah. knew how I knew how the consumers see things. I worked with product before with with Uniqlo. I, yeah. I knew how I knew how people's eyes were working. Um, I knew consumer behavior. Uh, all of these things, right? Um, so I, you kind of have to learn how to sell yourself in a sense, yeah. mm. um, but also how what you can provide that's different. You know, I think I provide a different perspective to you know someone. You know, coming into an industry, advertising industry, I have no advertising experience, so I have a different perspective already. Yeah. You know, you guys studied something different to what I studied, so you guys are taught different. Right? Yeah. I was taught different, so I have a different perspective. And I think which maybe is that's a selling point as well as that. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. that was kind of what it was, and I kind of just had to show them that I, I started off as a freelance basis as well here. Yeah. You know, um, the ECD at the time, she was like. You know, she she really believed in me, but she also wanted to like have a trial sort of thing. And you know, yeah. I used, and it was mad because I was kind of like in a switching phase, working with this guy at the small agency, and now having a freelance period. Because bear in mind, we're still in a pandemic. I still need to pay my rent, you know. Yeah. And I was like, well, none of them, none of these things are stable, because one, the freelance is only a month. This guy, you know, it was we didn't have a contract in place with this guy, so, you know. I had to keep both happy, you know, yeah, yeah. and and these things just happened to me like quite a lot in my life where like phases, you can really tell when phases are changing. Yeah, and it was one of those moments where like, okay, I got a month. I need to show these guys that I need, you know, I'm they worth whatever yeah. they're gonna pay me, you know, and I need, I deserve my spot here regardless of what, you know, qualifications I have, and they understood that, you know, yeah. and a year and a half later, like going so well I guess yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, got some sick campaigns but that's right. yeah. yeah I mean yeah. it's that's what I'm saying like here I think they've really allowed me to just you know do my thing yeah you know and I would say like every agency kind of uh, you, you kind of have to decide for yourself the order that you get is that like you want to come here and have a bad time have a bad time you yeah. know or you want to come here do some amazing shit grow learn whatever it is could have ever do it, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I always came in. I just put my head down and just work, work, work. Yeah. And opportunities will always come. Yeah. You just gotta be ready to step up and take them. Yeah. You know? Like, I think the problem is sometimes people come in and they expect things already, right? Doesn't work that way. Regardless if yeah. you studied advertising or you got masters in this, a PhD in that, yeah. no one gives a shit, yeah. right? You gotta earn your spot. Yeah. Right. Like, what you know, if someone's out here working their ass off, you know, doing all these things that they can list. Yeah. You come in here with your like degrees no. yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, the only thing you've got to offer. Yeah. yeah exactly. Then, what, yeah. Why would I choose you over them? You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, so, it also shows that they've gone like off their own back as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that's part of it as well. Yeah. And I think being here kind of. They allowed me to do that, you know, where like, yes, I have no advertising experience, but who gives a shit, you know, if this guy knows what he's doing or if he can do great work or whatever, then he deserves his his spot. Yeah, more than enough transferable. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like when I say graphic design is kind of like your gateway to things. Look how I went from 
where I came from to doing campaigns or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and that yeah. just stemmed from Bebo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And just doing, yeah. just doing shit. Yeah, and that's what it is, you know, putting shit out there and seeing how people react. Like I said, you guys with your setup, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, you're already doing it, other than someone's probably sitting down thinking about what, what equipment. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk us through some of the campaigns that you've yeah. like, worked on. You know, is it, is it, I saw the Heinz one. Uh, yeah counting uh, the amount of beans, beans in a yeah, tin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it, it reminded when well, as soon as we saw that. We're like, it was the beast kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. he just says well, loads I mean, all over and over again, yeah. whatever it is. I was like secondary to that, the beans one. Like my friend Teresa, who I'm really close with, right. uh, I work a lot with her. She came up with a whole sort of, um, uh, what is this? There's a director. Uh, he did Grand Budapest Hotel, I forgot his name now, Anderson something. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was a whole kind of, um, that was a whole kind of like, the vibe. The yeah, vibe. vibe. Um, we just thought it was a fun idea, you know, That's great. Um, yeah. and did really well, um, I think, you know, and you see a lot of brands now, I think, want to do things socially. And oh, exactly. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, that was fun. Um, it didn't really, I don't remember if it stemmed through any insight, but it's more of just engagement, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, enjoying engagement, seeing, you know, just seeing what our audience and our community were, like behavior, like it's just like the behavior. Yeah, yeah. you gotta like, test the walls. Yeah, you gotta test the walls, and I think that was one of the live streams, first live streams we did with Hans, yeah. you know, and. Which is a very like, out of pocket in a way thing to do for, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's also a live stream as well, is not really. Yeah, I, I mean, like, how often well. would you tune in to watch like a food brand do something? You know, just, yeah, yeah. especially to count so something for like six yeah, hours. <laughs> you say it. It's so weird. And I, I mean, I'd be surprised. Remember, it probably were quite a few that watched it, like, yeah. from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. But I bet, I bet people just like dropped it. Like, no, but that was the thing, like, yeah. you know, it was all about consumer behavior, right? Yeah. And like, You'd find that what we got, I don't exactly know the numbers, but it had a really high like watch rate in terms of, I think someone would come in and watch it for at least like a minute or something. And that's quite long mm. for something that someone's <laughs> doing repetitively with nothing else. Yeah. You know, it's quite long. Yeah. Uh, so all of these- Because they're so intrigued by how ridiculous like, it is. Yeah. It's like, okay. But yeah. that's the thing though, right? Like we're here to not make ad adverts, but adverts. Well, that's what uh, we were saying like, it's almost like the new way of like, or especially like on social, that like everyone's kind of like knows what an ad is, and then when they see it, they're like, ah, oh, it's an ad. Oh, you but if swipe. it's yeah, 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 but if it's something like that they'd watch on YouTube or like something exactly, else, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if it is an ad, they're like, well, it's entertaining, so I'll still yeah. watch it. So I think it's it's a lot of you know relatability storytelling, um, but what I see because I have a visual eye, it's more about how things look yeah. as a consumer. Regardless if whatever you're saying has the best context in the world, if it don't, it looks shit. if it looks shit, no, it's shit. Like if it just doesn't relate to what you usually see, you're not gonna watch it. Yeah. Right. And that's exactly. what I'm saying. It's like if you, if you kind of watch your consumers and who you're trying to speak to, and you see what they're seeing, mm. that's how your ad yeah. should look, or that's whatever content you make, whether yeah. it's an ad or a video, that's how it should be. Yeah. If I you think, want them I to think we see that a lot on, on TikTok. Because oh, like, sure, yeah. it's so new and people don't brands don't understand it too much yet, and then someone will try and do like a video that's more of like so traditional TV ad, yeah, super polished, 
and you watch it and you just recognise straight away oh this thing's so HD yeah 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 it's a bit real it's a bit real yeah like, yeah, like uh, a good example was you know on irons like we they came up with this product like it's called a spoon fry right so they actually made a fry that's made out of spoon yeah it was a genius product right but if you saw the content that went out with it that we made like a, a colleague of mine met, she literally just had it on the background and it was like really choppy right mm. and it wasn't even meant to go to client I don't know if I'm allowed to say that but, yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, you know and we they posted it and it got 6 million views mm. and people were going nuts for it but you yeah. can just see that like whatever you're used to seeing and you don't even know that was an ad and you were yeah. like oh man I'm liking it I'm I'm yeah, that's interesting. Viewing it, yeah, all yeah. of these things, and I think that's what it is now. Um, in you know, the, in the future as well, it's like consumers and how they behave and what they see. Um, it's all on social because I think during that pandemic, you know, yeah. brick and mortar stores are like, oh, no one's coming into our stores. Like, yeah. how are we making money? You know, social has always been around, but no one really figured out that it was a tool for marketing or it was a tool yeah. to, to grow your business. Yeah. It's changing. It's yeah. always been changing, but it's been since, a then, since, since yeah, now since it's then. changing. I so. think if you're a brand that you don't, you know, you're not on social media or you're not putting enough, like you're, you're way behind, you know, and regardless if it's advertising or not, you know, like more so now, like we would look on our phones to find updates on what's going on yeah. rather than don't go to something physical. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's like reviews as well. Yeah. So it's 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 changing a lot. Yeah, it's changing a lot, and I think it's gonna carry on changing. And people's. So have you got any predictions for like where it's gonna <laughs> things that might happen? <laughs> it's tough. I think you know social is gonna be well, it's at the forefront now, but it's. I don't know exactly what will be happening, but like we got Web three coming around. Oh yeah, Web three, all these things. Little you know. brick and mortars and Web three. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I definitely think just stay in that digital space. Yeah. You know, I wasn't aware of that back when I was applying for unis or yeah. choosing yeah. my GCSE course. But you know, t technology. I would say as long as you know what's going on there, you can kind of predict how design or create creative will go mm. um, because you know people come up with fucked up ideas you know and that's just gonna blow the world yeah. like crazy yeah. um, and that's to do with technology yeah. Um, yeah. so I, I can't really answer your question um, <laughs> yeah. but, but I think you know as long as you keep watching consumers yeah what you me you the, the janitor you know the person that makes coffee are, are seeing on their phones or what they're doing that's changing their habits that's where your future is going to be because yeah. consumers you know and the day's business right yeah and you need to cater for your consumers whoever you're speaking to yeah and whatever they're looking is what you need to be making yeah um, yeah i think that's where it's where it's going to go uh, any tips to future people go and try to break the way in industry yeah. good question kind of, um I had, what would you say for like today's one because um, your story is quite like different i think it's like a lot of people making the journeys isn't it yeah i mean like for me i always find out like you know i i you know as you guys know like i just told you like my background my journey and how i got to where i am you know no prior experience to anything really it's just more about me trying shit in the world right and putting things out there yeah. and i think it's I always say it's 
it's 80% mentality, 20% execution, right? It's how you think. Um, like I said, don't go into places thinking that you, you deserve to do, do, do things, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you gotta earn it. And I think like, you gotta, how you reach out to me, keep on doing that. I think that's great. I think that a lot of so, people should kind of, you know, learn from that um, and not be shy. I was, I was like opposite to you guys, you know? At uni, I couldn't even speak to my lecturer one-on-one or do a presentation in front of my class, you know? Years later, now I can do it, obviously. Yeah. But it took me a while, like every, t- every time I do it, inside of me dies in a good way, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, but keep reaching out to people and build these relationships regardless if, you know, they're in your industry or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you never know what someone's gonna end up doing, uh, right? Yeah. So my, my whole thing is just meet everyone and be helpful to people. Um, and try things regardless if it's in the industry or not yeah character build do things on the side or whatever it is if you're doing this podcast or and looking for another job or whatever yeah. you know do whatever it takes right yeah. like still have fun i guess it depends just how much you want it right yeah. like me i wanted it a lot so i didn't yeah. do too much fun things yeah. right i mean i had my own fun right yeah. but i think try 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 like it doesn't doesn't hurt to even fail i've probably failed in most of the things that i've done but the things that i did do well then you know they were great you know um so that's because i you know that all happened because i sucked at a lot of things Mm. you know and you know those are experiences you know because then if you know if you speak like you've experienced a lot of things you know whether it's working at a supermarket or being a fucking farmer i don't know right you you have a character within you and yeah. that sometimes if you find the right company that's not looking what's on paper but looking what's in front of them yeah you know then you hit the jackpot really and that's kind of like with me here you know they didn't really look at what I had on paper they looked at what they saw face yeah. to face you know what yeah. I was able to do and maybe you know my journey might not be similar to yours right because I you know you guys might do something Everyone's different, got a different whatever. Path. yeah, yeah. but the core principles are the same you know yeah. like you got you got to play the long game right you don't play for the six months you don't play for the one yeah. year you play for the 10 years yeah you know and but you got to understand that like that journey here it's not easy and that journey in the middle of that it's going to be the hardest you've ever had in your life and you got to enjoy it because if you don't enjoy it and you get here it's gonna break you. you're gonna be like well I didn't really enjoy that. So you're going to go back to step one and do the whole thing again. And yeah. end up going around in circles. Right? So learn is going to be tough. I'm still learning myself on how to enjoy the process. But I'm a lot easier on myself now. Um, and that's it. Like looking for opportunities. They're going to suck. A lot of people are going to turn you down. But, you know, you guys got to like lift each other up as well. And be like, well, yeah. we got to. If that's not working, we can try open another door or another door. Yeah, so keep knocking. Like, yeah, keep yeah. knocking. There's one. Someone's gonna open their door. Yeah. You know, like you said before, when you were applying, the only two agencies got back to you. But when you started doing this, you've been in a lot of doors now, right? Yeah. Like so, carry on. You know, yeah. and see where it takes you. You might not even end up in advertising. Who yeah, knows, yeah. right? You might you might come across I don't know, not me or someone else that inspire you to do something different, and you're like, well, I want to try that. Yeah. You said you like clothes. You know, who knows? Yeah. You might do something in fashion. Yeah, so it's it's never ending as long as I think being creative, you know, and being paid to be a creative is like the 
the dream, isn't it? That's the dream, right? Regardless of whatever it is you're doing, you can always change what you're doing in the creative industry. Yeah. Right? You just got to learn things, and that's from trying. And you get to places, but you got to understand that, like, it's a journey yeah. rather than, like, you go in there and you expect to do this in one year. It's not like that, man. Like, you can go in somewhere and not do anything for two years, right? And then you can move on and learn something from there and be amazing in your next job. Right, so yeah, you play for the ten years. You play for the five, yeah, ten. Not the. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, that's what it is. Like you know, and you gotta understand. Like maybe you see people that you go uni with, and they're like, oh, doing amazing things right off the bat. Right, you gotta. It's hard, but like you gotta understand that like you're just your time will come eventually, and when it comes, you gotta be able to step up on that plate and take it. Yeah. You know, like you gotta always be ready to be like, well. I see everyone running behind me. No one's going to that opportunity. You gotta be that one person. Be like, fuck it, man. What have I got to yeah, lose? Yeah. Go. You know, go and see what you're made of. You know, like, you know, I box myself in moving out with no job. You know, bit bit extreme. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the only thing to get me out of that, that comfort zone. You know? yeah. That and that drove me to be well. Like, I don't want to be in this position. So what do I do? Yeah. You know, you don't like being jobless then. You know, put, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, but like, you got to put yourself in a position, yeah. well, for me anyways, all creators, a lot of creators, where you can be comfortable quite a lot in places, even the agencies at jobs, you know, if you're not doing the work, but you're comfortable. you got to make a change and to kind of always live outside of the box. Yeah. And never in that box, outside yeah. of it, you know, and that's where you should be thinking and living, like always. Um, and always be uncomfortable don't want to be comfortable yeah, yeah. Um, that's how you push yourself yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. You, you find out what you really love what you want to do what you don't like um, yeah I think enjoy it man like it's people wish to be a creative but don't know how to how to get there yeah, yeah. Uh, and that should just be the blessing in itself so yeah you're going to have some bad moments but fuck it man you got you got you got to be you gotta have a strong stomach to be a creative. Mm. Right? You you will take a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, and you'll learn from it, and then you'll get to a point where you can give it back sometimes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But that's this is my experience. You know, I, I don't come from a traditional place. I come from like, you know, my own. Yeah, but that makes thing. it more interesting to me. Yeah. Like, but mm. like you know, I go, I work with people that didn't even go to uni. Yeah. In the same position as me. Yeah. So it just goes to show, like, you know. There's so many different avenues. Of yeah, so many different avenues. And you make your own path. You have to make it own path, but you can't wait for someone to set that out for you. Right. You know, you've got to go and create that. You might take de- detours, right? But as long as you have that bigger vision of what you, you kind of know what you want to do, right? I'm yeah. not saying, like, so, this yeah. is what I want to do. I mean, it's great if you know what you want to do, but, you know, if you have a broader vision, you have to lay out that path for yourself. So. And carve out opportunities small big or whatever and it's a smaller step to your bigger vision right so keep going um, small steps are better than no steps that's what I'm saying like you've got equipment well no one's got equipment that's thinking about the best podcast in the world right yeah. so as long as you're starting you know see where that goes and look for opportunities because you're in a very tough industry that's why you've got to train your stomach to, <laughs> yeah. to be yeah. very strong. Taking the, because like doing book crits and stuff, taking the criticism is like, 
something that like we start to learn to be like not something to take as like, it's, a, not it's not personal yeah, yeah not personal at all personal it's just it's actually good yeah yeah, yeah. Helps so and much. that's yeah I, I learned that you know quite a lot with my friends you know I used to take things personal when they yeah. judge like what I was making yeah. I was like yeah. oh, no it's not this <laughs> yeah but then I realised I started to lose friendships over that yeah. right and I was like nah you know it's not worth it yeah and it's never personal they just wanted the best for me and that's it yeah. you've got to see it that way like if you know your creative director is giving you yeah. like some feedback it's not personal it's just you know you're a team they want great work out of from you and they know they can get it out from you so you know that's why I'm saying the strong stomach has to be yeah. like well it's not personal it's growth you yeah. and you've got to sometimes just chew it up you know and just be like look go again keep going yeah. keep going and some and it's like picking you take the, you take bits from it and you're like actually you know what I disagree with that but mm. then, and then some bits where you're like yeah. 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 yeah, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt and also practice on learning how to step out mm. of like, let's say step out of your body, right? You can see yeah. yourself. Just practice stepping out and analyzing what's going on around you and then you'll quickly remember that you're not doing it for just now, you're doing it for the long game, right? Yeah. yeah. And be like, it's learning. It's learning a lot. And, you know, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 23 and you're... I'm 21. Yeah. Right, so you've been at this for years. Yeah. Years. Like, you know, some people don't, don't start working, like, on great things until they're, like, 27. Yeah. Know? And that's Probably not even old. Even, yeah. You know, and, like, but you do all these mini things that help you grow. Yeah. And just season you. And, yeah. you know, the more you, the more you try different things, the more you can have different perspectives. You know, if you only have one background, you know, you, only, you can only see from one lens, right? Yeah. But if you've tried different things, you know, if you work that's not in advertising, if you work, if you were an engineer and you went into advertising, you have a different perspective on oh, how yeah. things, right? Or, yeah, if you work in different industry, your fashion industry, I have different ways I see how people behave than someone in advertising, yeah. might, right? I might have a different way of how something might look. So yeah, that just comes from like yeah. experience. Yeah, trying things. Yeah, that was oh, I've learned so much from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that was sick. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> guys, like I'm always open to like chat, yeah, man. Like uh, my my cousin actually uh, graduated this year as well. Oh yeah, and she lives in Australia, and she's like I think studied design communication. And she messaged me exactly like was like oh do you have any tips from like, yeah. yeah, and. I just suggested the same things, literally, just speak to people, yeah. network, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to events, I know there's not much events, but like the power of yeah, one, like meeting in person, I've yeah. met so many people. We missed that, what was it, uh, it was like an ideas festival. Oh yeah. And, um, I think Stephen Barlow went, and, and I was thinking, like, how sick would it have been to like just take the podcast rig there? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, but it doesn't even need to be like industry events. It could be just yeah. a fucking party that your friend hosts. Or yeah, yeah. One of these things, because like a concert. Yeah, yeah, like you know, I I met you know a lot of people, but just speaking to them on the street. Yeah. You know, like because I'm just curious of people, right? I'm a, I'm kind of like an observer, yeah. so you know, I just like would meet someone on the street, or like I met my neighbour. It turned out like he was like head of e-commerce at somewhere and you know we talk about advertising and design and things like this yeah. and you know it's just good to know these people and that just came from just 
Yeah, I love those ones. Those, those a guy where um, so I went and did some live drawing mm. at, at this like random pub, and then uh, this guy was like, he's like a creative director or something. I need to hit him up again actually, mm. and uh, he he was just getting a little bit drunk. Yeah, and, like, right. Brought us over, looked at my live drawing, heard like, oh, I'm getting into advertising as well, and he was like, oh, that's sick, man. You like with what I've seen here. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I can draw, but like he um, thought from that, you know, that. You gotta, you gotta like, in time, learn the craft of like when you get put into the room. Yeah. Right. You gotta leave that room with something, whether it's the guy's email address or a job or yeah. something, a phone number. Like, fifty percent of it is getting yourself in the room. Right. Yeah. The other fifty is leaving that room with something. Yeah. That, and like, then the other bit is. Yeah contacting them and keep it yeah, sweet yeah, 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 exactly. that's the thing that's that's half of it you know like yeah. I don't think I've you know that room before I got the passion job I got myself into that room and I left myself with yeah. an email address and a job yeah. you know like you, that's what I'm saying the opportunities will come you might not think that it's an opportunity but it is and you've got to be prepared to to get something from it you know yeah. whether what it is you know whether it's a follow on your Instagram or you yeah. know yeah like an email address anything right just to yeah. keep that relationship going, you know, and because they're invaluable, priceless figures yeah. um, yeah. that will just help your career. You know, someone can be best person, great person in the world, but like another person here knows a million people in the industry or all a bunch of creative people, they probably get better work than that person. Yeah, you know, just. This is how the yeah. world works. People, people, you know, people so take you know. care of who they are. Who they know yeah, who they yeah, are. and. Um, and it's good, like I think, I mean, you'll find a lot of people, the industry is full of like people that might just do things for like awards or, you know, or work for themselves, whatever. But it's, it's not about that though. It's one fulfillment and one helping people, mm. you know, like I'm not gonna be here forever. The next generation will be you guys and et cetera, et cetera. You guys gotta help people in the future. Like you asked me, whatever it is then, you're gonna know what it is and you're gonna be able to, you should be able to help people that are coming up as well because yeah. it's, that's that's how the world works, man. And and I think you will get more sense of fulfillment when you help someone achieve something, regardless if it's something to do with whatever it is, right? That you've helped them get. Yeah, so And it's a lot better than winning an award, right? That you selfishly take for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, helping people, man. And, you know, that goes a long way. And, know even if it's a conversation still help people you got yeah. yeah yeah help them you know give a sense of direction or what I mean, like what you what you've done here for us is, yeah it's, it's yeah. amazing yeah that's yeah. what I, I mean that's my thing though like i like to kind of just like help people um because i know how tough it is coming out from uni not yeah. knowing where to go or what to do or you know search for opportunities like i've been there man like i've you know not being paid for anything like yeah it, it's tough and you know and i can speak from experience and tell you guys are like you know if you just keep if you don't lose that focus and you know keep driving each other and uh you'll get there eventually you know you might not have the same time as me or anybody else you know but as long as you know you're working towards that's going to happen you put it out there in the world and it'll come back to you yeah. um, and that's that that's literally the recipe you know that yeah. that is how you bake how you bake a cake you know yeah, um, yeah uh, <laughs> and i have no 
I have no doubts. Like, I wish I was like you guys reaching out to people at like 20, 21, 23. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's taken it's taken some some pushing ourselves, hasn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say we're we're both like the most like type of, yeah extroverted people yeah. that always want, but then but we know that that's what we got to do, and it's you it's know push, you got, like yeah. I said, like, yeah, you got to kind of go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think framing like the podcast as a thing and like it's just been you know so much help, so helpful to push us to do stuff like that. And yeah. I think there'll be after this, there'll be the next Something, thing that yeah. is like. You know, push yeah. yeah, there's always a next level to where you were, you know, whether yeah. it's a house, you in a studio, and now you're in a one bedroom apartment, and yeah. the next thing, it's, there's always like a level up, but the most important thing is that you started, right, yeah. and that's where pe- half of the people don't get to, yeah. you know, so you should always, you know, uh, celebrate and be happy that you actually started doing it, I think a lot of people yeah. don't, you know, congratulate themselves or be happy to themselves and what they're doing because they're not where they want to be yet, right? Yeah. A lot of people are very hard on themselves. You know, like, oh, I should be doing more, I should be doing more. Yeah. That's good, but appreciate how far you've gotten to where you are and yeah. wherever, how long it's taken you. It's so true. And when you yeah. understand that that is that middle process that I was speaking about, everything becomes more, like, enjoyable or less hard anyways. Yeah. Like, of course, you still got to put in the work because that's what it is, but you're less hard on yourself mentally. Um, because it's important, right, that you, you're always thinking in the right way or... Um, it's, al- it's always the journey as well, isn't it? Like, you're never w- where you want to be. Like, I, no. I mean, I'm sure for you, like, you've got... What's, what's, your, what's yeah. the big goal for you? You never know. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you know what's funny? Goes I, had a, I had an interview at well, a lot of places when I was, like, you guys' age. I had loads of interviews and they always asked me, oh, what do you want to be? I was like, well, by 30, I'll be a creative director. Yeah. And I've stuck to that ever since the day. Okay. They used to laugh me out of the room, you know. And, you know, that's fine. But, right. like, I'm not that far. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Well, you wait and see. Yeah, <laughs> it's so one it, step up. Yeah, then, yeah that. that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, it's fine. People always doubt you or yeah. always, you know, think, oh, yeah, whatever. But that's fine. But it's you if know? you it yourself, isn't it? Yeah, you've got a, a lot of it. That's what I'm saying. It's good that you guys have each other to kind of, you know, bounce off. Yeah. I had nobody, you know. Yeah. It was quite tough. Um, so I had to learn a lot yeah. for myself. We've spoken to like creative teams like on the podcast and yeah. was it one of they said yeah. like they don't know how people do it on their own. Like, yeah. yeah. Like without um, each other. Yeah. I get to, like, bounce off <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean like yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you guys it's it's a lot it's easier on it's hot, you know. Whereas for like for me, like I when even at uni or whatever, like everyone wanted to do their own thing. I had my vision of what I wanted to do, but... But that's why yeah. you, like, used your friends. And, like, yeah, you, I They're mean, not in the same, exactly doing the same thing to you. for support, yeah. you know. Uh, my, my partner, you know, she knows I work a lot, and, I, you know, everything is always, like, business, work, whatever, but she understands that this is what I want to do, so she yeah. allows me to do those things, and that just helps. You know, I'm not saying that's the main factor, but, like, you know, you've got to learn a lot as a single creative... Um, and that, but I probably tried a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> right, and failed at many more things. But these, you know, I had to learn a lot more harder because I had no one to lean on, really. Yeah. You know, and figure things out. It's like, fuck, like, how do I do this? Yeah. Or how do I do that? Yeah. Like, where do I learn this? So it, it's tough. It's tough. Um, but you know, it will, it will work out. Yeah, you get one. 
you get there, man. Just keep you know, keep 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 going, keep pushing, looking for opportunities. Like I said, that door doesn't open. You open this one, or yeah. you try that one, try that one. Someone's gonna be like, come and have a cup of tea or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then see where that conversation takes you. When you leave that room, you better have a number or an email address, right? Yeah. That's what it is, and then you open more doors. Like with me, advertising's opened more doors for me. Weirdly enough, you know, I never. In a million years, thought I'd be here, you know, but it's it's taught me a lot. It helped me a lot, like as a creative in terms of ideas, you know, coming from a more executional background. Advertising is a lot of ideas. You know, yeah, uh, you guys learn from uni, so I had to, I had to do the other it, way. Yeah, around, right. And you know, it's kind of it's quite fun, you know, just seeing a different perspective. When you come up with an idea and then you see it actually work it's really fun because you can come up with so many ideas and at, at the start when you think you've got a good idea you're always like oh, yes yeah. yes but that's <laughs> it yeah yeah exactly and then when you a lot of them end up in shit yeah like I mean probably it's probably like 90% of the ideas you have right you'd be like ah, that's shit yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah a lot of it is just like wow I can't but that 10% that yeah. you see work yeah that's the ones but that's the thing I think a lot of it also comes down to understanding who who's seeing these things you know you can have the shittest idea but go crazy but it'll blow up the whole internet because you knew exactly how to speak to that person exactly Mm. know how it would look you know but that's that still takes like skill or whatever it is that still takes learning right that's still part of your creative process you know that's what I'm saying is 80% mentally you need to know all of these things before actually but once you know all these things you know yeah. how you know how to do it right yeah whereas if you're thinking about how it would look before what you know what the brain is of that idea then yeah. it's a bit difficult yeah right and that was my thing was like i know how to make this look good right but is it speaking to the people that i wanted to speak to is it you know relaying the message or whatever it is that i wanted to no so then i've got to understand how those two yeah, work yeah. together and yeah it's 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 fun like i think it's a good brain um it's like putting legos together you know um part of your creative process but you learn a lot of different things from different agencies but i think you 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 know depends on the agency you're at as well um you know here we're really social based as well so yeah a lot of the things we do are on social and i think that's where it is in the future Mm. you know in in the near future um, that's where a lot of things are going to be. Um, yeah, I think I think traditional will always be there, but I think people don't. A lot of people don't quite realize just how big how s- yeah. like social is getting. Oh, is. yeah, yeah. I mean, traditional will always be there, um, but you know, I think that like people are coming from different walks of life, and they come in with a different perspective that is still creative yeah. you know, regardless if they're traditional or not right like I work yeah, with yeah. I work with traditional people I work with non-traditional people yeah you know I'm a non-traditional person yeah. myself so I see people that come in and you know if, if we're doing an interview with someone it's like okay I don't care about what you studied what do you do in your spare time tell me you know because yeah. then that gives me an idea of what sort of person you are yeah you know and this person can come from a law degree back of politics or whatever but they're fucking good at making content or they mm. know just how to be a good creative you know yeah. and that that's I think there's a lot to learn from that 
you know, that you don't need to be from a certain place or have a certain background to understand how the world works or how the creative and how yeah. being a creative works, you know. You can be a painter and be like a carpenter and be an amazing painter or amazing graphic designer, who knows, yeah. right? So I think our industry needs to understand that because we're, we're still in like a little phase of like understanding that the whole industry I think more now this year a lot of people are understanding that a lot of agencies are understanding that creators are coming from all walks of life all over the place yeah and you need to open the doors for them because they provide you know a different perspective you know they, they provide creativity from a different place you know because we need to understand that creativity don't just come from unis yeah you know it can come from everywhere and we need to be able to cater for them in the future and understand their way of like communication and put that into design and that's where our future i think it is right Um, yeah of course like with your tradition you mix that with traditional you make the best fucking thing ever right um you make an ad that's not an ad right you don't have 100k budget you have 10 pounds yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's the coolest uh, thing. So, yeah, th- and the moment that I think people, you know, in agencies or the people that own agencies or people that run agencies understand that this is how things will unfold in the future, then you'd see our industry like really be welcoming to people that come out of uni and don't need to go through the struggles that I had to go through, um, or you know, just being able to provide better opportunities I think that's that's where it should go and that's where I think the more people wake up to how we process information they will understand that but you know some people are like strictly traditional and they want to stick to traditional things and that's that's it Um, but then they might find that they might be going behind business so I don't know right Uh, but yeah yeah, I think that's that's what it is you find a place that's suited for your needs and where you can see growth it's fine and that starts with just having conversations right you might, you might think that vayner media is the best place for you or you might think you know bbh or wherever i don't know all these agencies yeah yeah but yeah i think the minute that people understand where our creative industry should be going then we'll be a lot healthier yeah. easier for people yeah. coming out of uni and finding opportunities and yeah, for people that want to be it. creatives that are not in the industry yeah. I think yeah. it, then it also opens up more doors to like you said like other perspectives yeah because then it becomes more of like a good example is like you know that francis guy the train guy right yeah, yeah. he's gone to do a collaboration with yeah. gucci like how does trains and gucci yeah, yeah. but it I works think, yeah. i think the, the reason that works is the story that i think i don't know if it was after that came out but he but it was like uh someone like posted a picture of him looking like a road man. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Why you why you look like this? Mm, mm, mm. Um they're like, oh you're so fake. You're like you're not really that you and then he did a response to it. It was, it was like, the opposite. He yeah it was like mm. actually in school I did that. In school I did that and then I found myself I but well, I always liked trains and I was hiding it and then I decided to just, you know commit to myself. Yeah. Commit to myself yeah. and put it out there and now people like it. And then that was like the most wholesome thing ever. And, and then I think like, Gucci like that's the story we want to have yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so there's always like a story yeah like you see you never see that in the million miles right like you know a fashion brand with 
you know, this content creator, whatever. Yeah. But like, more so, more of that makes it more fun, and that's brands or agencies should take a look at something like that and just be like, well, it's possible that we can cross industries yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Just it makes the brand look so much more yeah. personal. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, people feel like they know these like influencers or content creators yeah. because they're so you know just face to phone kind yeah. of thing whereas a, you know a brand doing just a, a campaign on the tv that looks cool yeah i think it's about you know being you know involved in the conversation and but not being forced yeah forced, like not showing that you're forcing it um but it's just the understanding but like you know you're blurring the lines there and i think that's how you can evolve creative with creativity mm. you know because if you don't if you just keep boxing yourself in one space you're just shutting out all the opportunities that you can get all of mm. the other spaces you know so you need to open those doors and that's what we need yeah. to do as an industry and people in agencies need to know that like everyone can come from you know a, every creative can come from anywhere and we need to be able to like cater for those and open the doors for them and see what they can do they felt they felt you know like I said you know you, you yeah. can go in the industry and flop but exactly you know and that builds character for you that you know you meet people and you know you've had the experience you know so you know when your cv you've been like this 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 it becomes a whole receipt of what you've done yeah right and then so you go into your next interview and you can know that you've built all this experience up you know what you don't like you know what team you want to work you know what work you want to do you know it becomes a lot easier yeah. Right. Rather than like figuring out what's the best agency for me. Yeah. Yeah. You might never find a perfect one and start your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. so, That'd be sick. Yeah, but maybe maybe be. that's our maybe that's our like goal. Yeah. If if we were to say, oh, you know, what do we want to do? I want to my own agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, but the one thing is like, don't lose that fulfillment. You mm. know. Yeah. And always collaborate with your friends, and I think like. No, I was speaking to a friend and she was like oh I've done so much like passion projects it's finding it hard to get like actually paid work and someone told her to kind of just like stop doing passion projects and I was like I get where they're coming from because yeah. you obviously need to make a living yeah. right but if you if you stop doing your passion projects or projects in general on the side then you lose being creative you lose discovering more things mm. you, you lose the, the sense yeah you lose the fun you lose the sort of like experimenting and the growth of you as a creative not as a professional mm. right there's there are two different things being a professional in the creative industry and being a creative right mm. that's why it's like is your job your 24 7 job or like is your job your life right or is it just another extension of your creativity you know that's why i always ask people what do you do outside of your thing side of the job yeah uh, and if they're doing something creative you're you know this is their way of life but if you're doing which is fine you know if you're not doing anything outside of your outside of your job and this is you know you do your creative job for eight hours a day then you go back and do nothing that's completely fine as well right but that's what i'm saying they need to be we need to be able to cater for those people yeah. that do this as just a way of life yeah 